This is Cut Two Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Hamilton, at CalebH92 on Twitter. I'm joined, as always, by my illustrious co-host, Connor Barry. Hello, guys. At ConnorFilm on Twitter. How was your week, Connor? It's been pretty good. No complaints. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Mine's been... Mine's been pretty wild. Oh, yeah? Pretty wild. And I'm very, uh, very happy with uh, last week's episode, which is our biggest episode ever. I know, uh, we it's got crazy. over 1,030 plays. Yep. So I'd just like to say thank you to our guests last week. That was a big panel uh, consisting of Dan Doherty, uh, Devin Meenan, and Adam Kaz from Twitter. Uh, we talked about uh, the Fantastic Four, uh, which was... Uh, Kind of a well, not kind of. It was a total disappointment, uh, I think, for everyone involved and uh, fans alike. I know Connor, your favorite uh, Marvel characters are the Fantastic Four, so I know uh, that uh, that really broke your heart. Oh, it was awful, but yeah. I'm over it already. Yeah, and we we As we beat we beat it. America. We beat it. Uh, we beat it. We beat that movie up really bad in last week's we episode. We literally raped that movie in the mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this week, uh, I mean, we also had to get the the gift, which is one of the movies we'll be talking about on um, this episode. That was also out last weekend. Yes. Um, but I'm, I think everyone saw Fantastic Four. At least everyone in our social circles saw Fantastic yeah. Four. And then over the course of the week, uh, everyone went out to see the gift. Uh, I know I saw it uh, last. Uh, I think I saw it on Saturday. Uh, Really enjoyed that movie, but uh, we'll talk about that later on. Um, D23 is this weekend. Uh, we'll, we got some uh, some cool posters uh, from Pixar. Uh, just teaser posters, nothing... I don't think any of these are official posters, um, but definitely one of the posters has the internet in a uproar. I know the news was announced a while ago. I think last year to T23 that the Incredibles two is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a teaser poster for that, um, which has OMG. everyone really excited. Uh, oh, people are excited over animated films still. Well, oh, that's cool. It's the Incredibles. I know. Uh, let's just face it. The Incredibles is probably the best adaptation of the fantastic four we're ever going to get. So, well, yes, yes, that is very true. Yeah. Uh, the sequel, Rise of the Mole People or whatever. It was a video game. Um, I never played it. I don't play video games. I don't play them that often. Um, the extent of my video game play uh, is mostly Pokemon. Oh. Um, but even <laughs> I have stopped playing that. Uh, but yeah, so Incredibles 2 coming soon the poster says uh we also saw a teaser poster for cars 3 why we need another cars movie it's beyond me yeah exactly i'm sorry that was a real yawn but it actually coincides with cars I mean, yeah i mean cars is like <laughs> first one it wasn't even that great then they made a shitty sequel and now and now another one Man, and just... Toy Story Four, come on! Like that's a total slap in the face. I'm, I know they ended the 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 franchise so perfectly. There was no need to have a fourth film. Apparently, I, I... this one's going to be a love story between uh, Woody and Bo Peep. I'm like, couldn't that be relegated to one of your TV specials? Like, couldn't come on. that just be a spinoff film? Don't call it Toy Story Four, then, dumbasses. 
and then we saw Finding Dory, uh, which is another unnecessary sequel, completely unnecessary because it. you're a child at heart. Yeah. <laughs> like Finding Nemo and Toy Story 3 had like perfect like endings. They was no sequel needed for these films and here we have finding dory and toy story 4 i'm like have come, we come gotten on. His, has, has pixar for what dory uh no i'm surprised Doesn't i don't it think we have year? i think we got maybe an announcement teaser or something did. it was just... ellen on her show she did her dance moves it was like here's the trailer announcement i don't know That's okay a... ellen dancing connor is not a trailer or an announcement trailer it's Ellen dancing, which isn't that great. Did you know Ellen DeGeneres is a lesbian? Uh, yeah. Wow, I just found that out the other day. It kind of blew my mind. What? Yeah, I thought she was married to like George Clooney or something. I'm not even. I'm not, no. right, so, yeah. Uh, was there another poster up there? Oh, the Good Dinosaur for movies. So it was just the coming soon wall. But I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Sorry. Even sober, <laughs> you are an annoying twat. An absolute wanker, you are. I'm looking forward to tomorrow from D23. Uh, so I think we'll get the Marvel uh, panel. Yes, yes. I'm not yes. sure if that's supposed to be in the morning or in the, I don't know what time it is. I'm just going to watch Twitter. Apparently... Uh, just a few minutes ago, they were shown uh, some snippets from the movie in a sort of uh, sizzle, uh, Civil War. Seriously? Yeah, when they opened the when they did when they started their keynote uh, just a few minutes ago, they showed a sizzle reel showing a bunch of footage from upcoming films like the live action, another unnecessary thing, the live action Beauty and the Beast movie. Yeah, but um, according to Star Eric Gold, Goldman huh? 31 minutes ago, quote, this big Disney clip montage teased Civil War with the title, but the footage was all from previous Cap Iron Man movies. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll get footage descriptions tomorrow. But is the trailer dropping this weekend? N absolutely not. Because everyone's like, trailer, trailer, trailer. No, no trailer's coming this weekend. But I mean, it'd be it, nice it, if it, if it, it, it it'd be, be nice. It No, it will not. It will not. Um, there's other reports coming out that security at D23 are watching the press area uh -huh. with night vision. Because I remember last year, not last year, but whenever the year they were showcasing the Winter Soldier was, I remember we got some footage. We got the, the elevator scene leaked. Yes. Yes. Uh, which we had seen at Comic-Con. I, I, I want well, to no. say that was D23. Yeah, they probably recycled. No, no, whatever. no. I don't, whatever. I don't. Whatever. Yeah. yeah but whatever. the but it's going to be very hard for any footage to get out this year because security's watching the press um, for recording devices. Now they can have they can have like their laptops and tablets and everything, but like recording equipment, they're not allowing that at all. No pictures can come out this year. Um, I remember a couple of years like before the Muppet movie came out. I don't know if it was D twenty three live live streaming. Or if it was like someone from the press, like putting up a YouTube video afterwards of like the panels and everything, like the performances and stuff. Like we had, we saw Kermit the Frog like singing Rainbow Connection. I don't know if we'll get that this year. Uh, we'll just have to wait to see. I'd be very interested to see this Marvel panel. I want to see the Star Wars stuff. Um, no footage from that, by the way, uh, which was a big story this week. 
Several news blogs covered it. Uh, breaking news, no Star Wars trailer, no duh. J.J. said at Comic-Con that a new trailer wouldn't be coming until the fall. Uh, is August the fall? Did we all of a sudden like forget uh, you know, the seasons and what months you know fall into which seasons? Like, Do we need to go back to elementary school people? Anything for like clicks these days. The state of film journalism is in the in the shitter. It's absolute trash. And and I will come and take it out of the trash. Okay. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that day. Thank you. I appreciate yes. your um your confidence in me. I honor you and I honor this friendship. And I honor our love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, shall we move on? Sure. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the guest first, since that's the oldest release, and then we'll get yes. into this weekend's uh, coming attractions. Uh, so, what did you think of the gift? I mean, this was nine point two three five out of ten. That's that's probably what I give it. You did that to screw with me, right? Maybe. Yeah. I was really surprised by this movie. I don't know why. I guess after seeing the movie, someone told me that Jason Bateman has done some other stuff. I know he was somewhat serious in Juno, but I've never seen. I never a saw per- Juno. I've never seen a performance from him like this where he is completely playing it straight, emotionally just invested in a character. There's no comedic elements whatsoever. It was interesting to see him in a role like this, and he actually pulled it off quite well. I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything. Because I, I know this is spoiler talk, but really, I don't want to spoil this. I mean, we don't people. have to spoil every movie we talk about. Just because the twist is so nice. Um, let's just I mean, say and there's he, a couple twists in there. I think. There, there are. Yeah. I'll just say his character isn't the most likable guy in the world. At least he becomes slightly unlikable. I, mean, I, think, I think we can say that he's like, you know, a bully. He is a bully. And bullies always get what's coming to them, in my opinion. Yes. Karma's a bitch. Um, the... He was amazing in this, and I didn't know know this until a few days after the film came out. But I had no idea that Joel Edgerton wrote this. Same, and also directed it, acted it, and produced it. Right. It 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 just blew my mind because the direction in this is unnerving. It made me uncomfortable, yet it was so concise. I could tell that Joel knew exactly what he wanted going into this, and it just makes for a very just i felt so awkward watching some scenes and it's it literally you feel like you're right next to this couple fighting about this stuff yeah and 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 joel does does a fantastic performance as this guy who's not completely there he's not completely right there's something off about him it's more than him being socially awkward it's just it's basically him being socially awkward but on a completely different level where he becomes like almost psychotic um and i can't forget her name but wasn't she in iron man 3 um yes she was yes what is her name again rebecca rebecca i don't let me pull it up rebecca hall yeah rebecca yeah rebecca yeah i was i was thinking she was like um i thought she was uh the the girl in uh in the new movie uh sicario i think i'm pronouncing oh no that's emily blunt yeah i thought that i yeah, I thought it was Emily Blunt, and I thought it was someone else. And then it's like I don't—I know this girl from somewhere. I mean, I've seen her before. I just cannot place it. And yeah, so Re- Re- Rebecca Hall from Iron Man Three, she was great. Yeah, she oh, was really good. She, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's she's sexy in her pregnant belly. Mm. Ew! <laughs> You're such a creep. I'm gonna poke the baby. Oh my god! 
Oh yeah, she was, she was fantastic. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh, my god. Um, poke the baby cheese. You need help. I just I have I have no complaints with this movie. I uh, true story though. Ten minutes before, what, like Caleb said, there's many twists, but ten minutes before the biggest twist, me and my friend Alex totally called it. We we were pretty impressed with ourselves that we managed mm-hmm. to figure it out. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. See, I was so sure it was going to be a snuff film. Like yeah. they all like they all like bullied this guy into like killing someone and then they uh-huh. all recorded it. Because uh-huh. I saw the, like the monkey face. I'm like, well, usually in snuff films, people like disguise themselves, like yes. put on masks. I, I'm, like I'm not that. a I'm not no no. I've never seen I've never seen a snuff film before. I'm not a connoisseur of snuff films. Like I don't I don't watch that kind of. I, I couldn't handle it. I read a story on Reddit one time on the. I think I don't I don't remember the name of the subreddit. It's like After Dark or something, where people just write these like really weird stories about horrible things, like the dark internet and the sub. Like, there's really scary stuff out there. Yes, there is. And this uh, this was a story about a son whose father had a very secret room in the attic, and no one was allowed in the room. He would lock it, lock the door when he left for work. He would lock it from the inside when he came home from work. Like he would spend all his time in this room. And then one day, like the son, like got so curious as to what was in this room that he like I think he like jiggled the lock or he like you know broke the lock or something. He got into the room and he looked around. There was nothing in there but like a bottle of like scotch or something, like a box of VHS tapes. And he put one of the tapes in, and it was um, you know these guys like in these animalistic masks, like killing someone. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how he found out. Or if he even found out that it was his dad, I don't. It, it was just about a snuff film. And that's where that's I use context clues, you know. So that's how I figured it was a snuff film. But I'm glad it kind of wasn't. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh wow, you know, this is actually much more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I I could understand how you know that can, especially with the trailers, because that's all it shows. I can understand how people. Think that might I mean, somewhat be involved with a yeah. twist in the film, but I mean, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, just just go in expecting to be entertained. I mean, it's a really what happens is fucked up, but you're totally engrossed. You're watching it, oh, yeah. watching it, and you're like, "This is fucked up," but I can't take my eyes off off the screen because it's just so insane. Yeah, um, I was. Um, but, yeah, go ahead, go finish. But yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But it really, it really shocked me how how yeah. good it was and. <laughs> Um, hopefully it makes more money. I think it it was you know very inexpensive and it's like made like fifteen million, so it's doing oh, wow. well. And I yeah. think word of mouth is helping it. Thanks, Ray Subers, for the box office update. I have taken over for him. Um, I just like to say that I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, it is one hell of an effective anti-bullying campaign, oh, and they yeah. really should be showing this movie in like element like in public schools, like. They need, kids need to watch this movie. Like it's rated R, yeah. Parents, show this to your children, if, especially if they're like little asshole bullies, and scare them straight. Okay. Um, and like you, I was very surprised to learn that Joel Edgerton wrote, and directed this movie, as well as started. I mean, the trailers did not play that up at all. Yeah. You just saw yeah. that he was in the movie. Yeah. And when the credits rolled, I'm like, what? Joel Edgerton? What? What? Mm-hmm. It, and as his debut, mm-hmm. his directorial mm-hmm. debut, this is some Hitchcockian suspense here. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was, a, it was a great movie. It was really yes. good. 
Uh, I was genuinely afraid. Um, as the, he just built up the tension so well. Yeah. And when he wants to scare you, he he does like it's that good. So I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I agree. Jason Bateman turned in a great performance. Uh, will you check out based off of this? Will you watch Arrested Development? Possibly, possibly. No, that means no. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, and I liked Rebecca Hall. Uh, I didn't recognize her uh, as Rebecca Hall. Um, I actually completely forgot that she was an you know a person. Uh, uh-huh. I just kind of uh-huh. put Iron Man three out of my head, um, and she wasn't the best part of Iron Man three. I mean, you know, she was like <laughs> a second thought. But here she's really, really great, and she really plays this role well, and she's very convincing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you feel you know, for her. Character. You do. She goes you really do. You like you know. I really, I, I don't want to be her. You know, but I, I just feel so sorry yeah. for her. You know. You know. Wow. 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 So just a great psychological thriller. Check it out. That's the gift. Uh, rating from you, sir, out of 10. It really impressed me, and so it's one of the few times I'll give a film a 9 out of 10. And I would agree with that rating, a 9, 9 and a half. It just really just fucking grabs yeah. you, slaps you in the face, and it was like, get ready, bitch. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Face down, ass up. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right. Yes. Okay. Um. So now let's talk about man from uncle i know yeah you're not excited i mean you love henry cavill i I don't understand why aren't you excited to talk about talk about this this movie do you want to go first or do you want um i mean i you know everyone saw my review of it on twitter the other night (laughs) i mean i gave it i'm surprised i liked it as much as i did Considering I saw it, I know you weren't really hyped for this at all. I wasn't. I was, you know, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be absolute crap," but you know, I thought it was smartly written and directed. Um, I got a lot of. I posted some. I engaged in some conversation about it on Reddit, and a lot of people sort of like said it wasn't as great um, as I said it was. Apparently, Guy Ritchie has some sort of. I don't know, reputation for not making good movies. I don't know. I mean, I really enjoyed his Sherlock Holmes movies. Um, yeah, I did too. And uh, and he's doing King Arthur with uh, Son of Anarchy guy, Charlie Hunnam. That means nothing to me. Um, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't just... laugh. Don't. You're just... Ugh, go kill yourself. What? <laughs> I'm just like, how do you not know what Sons of Anarchy is? No, I know what Sons of Anarchy... I'm just like, this yeah. movie, this King Arthur thing means nothing to me. Like, I don't care about King Arthur and the sorry. Knights of the Round Table. I'm like, sorry you're stupid then, you know? You don't care about it either. <laughs> I had to beg you to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, I'm hyped for King Arthur. Sons of Anarchy, dude. Charlie there Hunnam. Out there, there are people out there who said that exact phrase. I'm so hyped for King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a movie coming out. I had no I idea. Well, the picture, the first picture of Charlie Hunnam. Oh, right. That was on Entertainment and Everyone's Weekly. like, he should be Green Arrow in the DCEU. And I'm like, shit, I'd love that just so Stephen Amell can cry. Oh, God. Yeah, that'd be great. But let me get back to Man of Man from Italy. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, it's smartly written and directed. Uh, it was eh. really, really funny. Yeah. Um, just the amount of you know banter and whatnot between uh, uh, Henry Cavill and Army Hammer, and they both played really well off of, off of each other. I was uh, very surprised. 
Um, I thought Henry Cavill sort of, sort of gave a sort of stiff kind of performance, but it, it didn't really matter. I mean, it was it was kind of it was really great. I loved his suits, by the way. Oh, oh my God, yeah. you know, ugh, my favorite scene of impeccably him is when dressed. He gets- when he gets in the car and eats the sandwich, the truck. Oh, but that was hilarious. My <laughs> theater was crying. He's like, "What luck!" I know. <laughs> I was. I. Uh. And then he, then he, then he was so upset he had to like stop eating because he had to go rescue the guy. But anyway. <laughs> um, um. But yeah, stylistic cinematography. I mean, I was watching this. I'm like, there are some shots in here that look like it's out of like a 60s or 70s movie with those. I mean, today you have the sort of static, like you know. Almost still, I know exactly what you're talking almost about. still, uh, uh, almost still establishing shots. I don't know why that word was escaping me. Establishing shot, establish, yeah. So almost still and static establishing shots. But back then it was like you know you would see it, you know it would be still for one moment, then but complete like pan and zoom into another you know part of the part of the shot and you had a lot of that in this so i'm like yeah this is great i love this um alicia vikander uh who i recently oh. saw in oh. ex machina um sorry she's for fucking bay she's really cute i mean she was you know oh, people you. some people said you know she didn't have a lot to do i thought um you know she had a lot to do i mean she was very really really integral to the story um and she was got in there and was really like one of the I don't know if this is like a misogynist thing to say, um, but you know I thought she really got in there and was proved that you know she could be one of the boys while still being very much a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I felt afterwards that the characters were a little bit underdeveloped for my taste. Um, but I mean, there's obviously some interesting backstories to each of them. Um, I think we got more of Alicia's characters backstory than we did for army hammer and henry um but i'm sure we can explore that in the sequel which i hope they do do want me to sort of set up for one so uh but yeah what did you think connor um i think that henry cavill was fantastic in this film of course he did i will kind of i understand why you think he was a little bit wooden because surprisingly army hammer actually had quite a bit of funny scenes in here and he actually for the first time was very likable in a role i'm not even gonna hide the fact that i have never really been impressed with army hammer i haven't either i i feel like he's always given in flat performances and everyone likes to bring up but facebook he played the twins and it was amazing really he was in there for like five maybe ten minutes yeah give me a break can you sit your basic ass down? Thanks. Oh, I thought I was thinking throughout this whole movie. It's like, look, it's Superman versus almost Batman. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm going to get to something in that in a second. But, yeah, I thought Henry was suave. He was confident. I liked how he always tried to remain calm in situations where mm-hmm. Army would just, like, freak out. I actually liked the little subplot of him having, like, psychotic episodes and not being able to control his rage. Oh, yeah. Um. I I liked the film. It was it was definitely style over substance, but that was kind of the point. It it's the 60s. The 60s was style defined. The 60s was fun, exuberant, and it harkens back to just a fun not campy but very flamboyant type of mm-hmm. type of spy films like uh the Roger 
uh, Roger Moore James Bond films from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem with the story not taking a backseat, but the story not being like drilled into into the in everyone's mind. I mean, we get it. You know, there are two agents who have to come work together. They have to stop a nuclear threat from extremists, and after that's established, it's just them doing their thing, trying to stop it. And I, I'm sorry, I thought it was entertained. I, I the film's getting good reviews. I, I mean, I want to reiterate that the film's getting good reviews, but the detractors are very strongly, you know, there there's a group of detractors that all are saying it's style over substance, style over substance. Well, now yeah, you're but, saying that. But again, but I'm I'm saying it as a good thing. They're tr they're they're saying style over substance in a negative light. Oh, okay. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, did you guys expect an Oscar esque film? It's a spy film that's supposed to be nothing but fun, and it is fun. So what's the issue here? There's people saying that Cavill and Hammer's chemistry is never there. I'm sorry. I think they had a great rapport with one another. I thought yeah. they got along really well, and honestly, I kind of want Hammer to be in the DCEU now just because I thought the the chemistry between them was that strong. I know many people will disagree with me, but I really liked the thing they had going on there. And if you watch it, interviews, you could tell that Army and and Henry are now friends after this movie because I they, they're just going they're they're bantering with one another in interviews. And I'm like, okay, so that's good. That's good. That's why it works so well in the movie is because they actually got along, which is nice. Sometimes you have right. to fake chemistry. Because you hate your coworker, mm -hmm. co-actor. Yeah. Um, but no, I I I liked the film. I didn't I didn't go in expecting to be impressed and blown away, and I wasn't. I just had a lot of fun, and it didn't need to impress me. Cavill did great, Army did great, the whole cast did great. I kind of wanted Hugh Grant to be in there just a little bit more, though. I feel like he was just wasted. The well, I think his role was you know, it was more of a. More about sort of like a cameo, I think. That that's you know? true. That's true. And I mean, um, it, it it was a very funny. It was. Role. It was. I just the only the the, the two big negatives uh, I'll give this film is the style that that Richie sets up is fantastic. It's slick. It's stylish. But after a while, it does slightly overstates welcome. Like towards the end of the third act, I'm like, all right, let's wrap this up. Come on. And I did think the way that the threat was was resolved was a little bit mute mm -hmm. maybe i just wanted a more exuberant ending to the to the threat of the nuclear bomb uh -huh. but it was fine you know it was fine i understood what richie was trying to do with that i just i don't know if it was the best way to end the threat but it does like caleb said sets up for a sequel Unlike him, though, I don't know if I need a sequel. Like, don't get me wrong. If they announce it and this makes enough money, I will go and see that because I enjoyed enough. I enjoyed the characters that Hammer and Cavill created enough to see them again, and I'm intrigued, but I don't think it's necessary. Okay. Um, it, it all depends on the box office I get because if this breaks even, I doubt WB is going to try and make a sequel. It, it'll have to make, like, a pretty decent profit. Um. But no, I really like the film, and I think you should see it. It, it. This is the year of spy films, isn't it? We we've had Mission Impossible, Spy, Kingsman, Kingsman, Man from Uncle. In the in the fall in November, it'll be Spectre. Like this is the year of the spy, apparently, which I'm all for. I feel like spy films have been greatly missing from Hollywood from the last few years. Yeah, yeah. 
So rating? Uh, three and a half out of five. Okay, I gave it a three. Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't I, think I would. I went in with very low expectations. Yeah, maybe that's that why. That paid off. I yeah. really cannot stress enough how people need to go in to movies with low expectations. Oh, absolutely. It changes everything. It does. It really does. Yeah. Like, uh, I watched Fantastic Four with very low expectations, and I thought I would completely hate it, but just, I mean, and we talked, I don't want to rehash last week. Jeez. No, no. Um, well, now I saw, I saw straight out of Compton, uh, today and you didn't see it. You don't plan on seeing it. Uh, I will see it eventually. Just not in theaters. I think on, yeah, on, the, on demand. I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait until it comes on, on demand. <sighs> Horrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I just the blacks, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, Jesus. See? I bet you somebody's gonna send a comment about that. Your co-star is a racist. Well, I already exposed you on Twitter earlier this week. As someone such. was like, I'm already blocking him, and I don't know him, and I'm like, okay. Well, no, they didn't say they're gonna. They said they hate you already. I've just seen so you. many movies, and I don't want to break the bank going to. I, I've already seen three movies this week. One of them was on Netflix, but I've already been to the theater twice. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I will go see Straight Out of Compton in theaters. If not, I will eventually go on see a them. morning. On a... yes, on, and on Tuesdays around my area, it's like three dollars cheaper. So who knows? Yeah, Anything just can go. Just go experience. I mean, it's a really long movie. I, I know. I've a, heard it's like two hours forty minutes. I'm I went like, to a one fifteen showing, and of course, there's with with twenty five minutes of previews, fifteen twenty minutes of previews. Uh, it didn't start until about one thirty-five. I didn't get out until about 4 o'clock. Jesus. I was like, what? And it feels longer than that. I mean, it's a really well done film. Um, it's just a bit too long for my liking. I've heard liking. that from a lot of people. Um, but I liked, you know, I don't know anything about NWA. I don't know anything about rap music and hip hop. You know, I don't listen to that music. Um, but I, but I understand, I understand the message of the music. And I think it's um, a very important film to come out at this time. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's in the message that they, that they had in their music is still culturally, 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 is that the right word? Culturally, culturally yeah. relevant today. Yes. Um, you know, with the amount of police violence and all that with stuff the going on. And the racism that still exists in our society. Today. Yeah. I mean, then there's several, several, uh, you know, uh, scenes where you just see the police harassing them just because they are black and just because they look like a certain uh class of you know person like you know drug dealers and gang members and all this stuff you know it's just crazy and then of course the height the i guess the the uh the climax of the film uh is the rodney king uh incident that incited the riots in la um and that's sort of sort of the climax and also the falling action of the movie, if you will, that sort of signals the ending of the film. Yes. Um, but it gets a little a bit melodramatic at the end. I um, just heard that the third act, like some, I read a review and they're like, I was in for the first two acts, but the third act is overly long and it almost feels like it's from a completely different film. It does. It completely changes tone. Really? Um, it does. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. But I mean, the movie, it's, it's, it's very funny also. There's a, I mean, it's not a, it's not a comedy. At all, I mean, I mean, but there are very, there are some very, very funny lines, uh, some of which I did laugh at. I mean, others, you know, I didn't understand. Um, there's a great scene where uh, 
I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. I mean, this is a biopic, so people know the story, I guess. Um, but when the group sort of splits up, there's like some diss tracks going on. Um, they're sort of intercut, and I think that that was really well done. Um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. plays Ice Cube. That's Ice Cube's son. I had no idea that that they were related when the first trailer came out, and I'm like, wow, they they're doing a really good job with the cast, and they actually went out and found people who looked like these these people, you know. And then I learned it was his son. I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. And, and he's a rapper himself. Um, so, you know, the performances are great. Uh, standout from Corey Hawkins, who plays Dr. Dre. Um, he's, we recently saw him, uh, in nonstop in Iron Man 3. I think he'll have a recurring role, uh, this season on The Walking Dead and also in the upcoming, uh, Kong Skull Island. Uh, he was really, really good. Um, and of course there's some other great, great performances, especially the, from Jason Mitchell, who plays Easy E, who is sort of the main character of the movie. Um, yeah, I, I, if you, if you're a fan of, you know, NWA, fan of this music, uh, definitely go check it out and learn the story. Um, I think we will get some nominations, especially for, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> especially for his. <laughs> His name is escaping me, Paul Giamatti. I'm. I don't know why. Uh, his name was. He he was. He played a. Uh, he played the group's manager, Jerry Heller. Uh, very sleazy, very sneaky, very very good performance. Um, so I enjoyed myself. Uh, again, it was really long. Um, my butt started to hurt, um, so I didn't really enjoy that much. Okay. That. Yeah. Uh, if I sit too long, I'm sure a lot of people experience that. Um, when your ass hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked the wow. like the closing credits. Instead of doing one of those sort of like where you where you get like a still image and then a like a paragraph of like oh so and so went on to be this and blah 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 blah, you actually see these people, and in footage, mm -hmm. it's like you know you see uh, Ice Cube. He's in Friday and Boys from the Hood and and uh, I think we got, I think we got a shot from either Ride Along or Twenty One Jump Street, and then there's Dr. Dre and and Snoop Dogg. You see Dr. Dre and and you hear about the Apple deal with, with Beats and all that stuff. So it's a really really well done movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, again, it's about two hours and forty minutes long. Uh, bit 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 too long for my liking. So that's what's playing this weekend. Uh, the Gift, Man from Uncle, straight out of Compton. Uh, we also have Sean the Sheep from Ardman, who are behind Wallace and Gromit. Uh, some of my, those are some of my favorite movies. Actually, have you ever seen Wallace and Gromit, Connor? I think I have actually. Cheese Gromit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually remember that. Yeah, yeah. Stop motion animation, right? Yes, yes. claymation, if you will. Yes. Because they're made out of clay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I want to talk about uh, a film I watched the other day on Netflix before we end the episode. Uh, Creep, which came out, well, it has a 2014 release date. Uh, just came on Netflix, I think, last week. Um, it's it's uh, sort of a, it's, not, it's like supposed to be scary, but it's more like a, a thriller than a horror movie starring Mark Duplass and Patrick Bryce, who um, who also wrote and directed. I do believe he wrote it as well. Um, basically, 
Patrick Bryce plays this freelance videographer who gets hired by Mark Duplass's character to come and sort of like document a day in his life uh, because he is uh, dying from cancer. But as the day goes on, uh, Patrick's character learns that there's something else going on here and that maybe Mark Duplass isn't who he says he is and is probably in very grave danger. Um, it's, it's very strange. Uh, there are some jump scares, uh, but it's mostly just a really insane movie um, with a very, very uh, strange ending. Uh, that's on Netflix. It's called Creep. Uh, it's an hour, 17 minutes long, so it's kind of short. Um, it actually doesn't feel like you're sitting there for an hour and 17 minutes. It actually feels shorter, almost maybe around the 50, 40, 50, 45, 50 minute mark. Um, it, I mean, it feels like you're, you're watching for 45 or 50 minutes, but it's uh, an hour and 17 minutes long. It's on Netflix. Rated R. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, what did you watch on Netflix this week? Welcome to me. Ah, yes. yes. I wanted. To, it's actually on my queue. Uh, what did you think of that? Uh, that was one of my uh, anticipated. It movies. was. It was. It, it, it was also a weird film. I mean, I love Wig. Kristen Wig. She, yeah. Yeah. She has some some nice moments, but it's actually very. It, it it's charming, not really funny, and it's actually kind of sad because Wig plays this character who has. I can't forget either. She has a multiple personality disorder or bipolar disorder. And so she wins the the lottery and makes eighty six million, and she wants her own show, and it just it, it, she wants it to just be like erupts. Oprah, right? Yeah, it erupts into chaos, and I enjoyed it. It kept my attention, but it was just so weird. And I don't, I, I, I feel like the film wasn't ever sure what it wanted to be. It wanted mm-hmm. to be dramatic, comedic at the same time, and it didn't always mesh together. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I'd probably maybe give it a six out of ten. It was, you know, oh, okay. it was moderately enjoyable. Yeah, it seems like Kristen Wiig is doing some more, more the more and more of these like almost dark comedies. Yeah, where they where they're more you know dramatic than they are funny. I yes. remember I saw the Skeleton Twins um, a few months ago, and and I remember that was supposed to be like a comedy, but I'm like, what the hell? This is like depressing. This yeah. isn't funny at all. So I guess this is sort of in that vein. I mean. I'm glad she's like branching out and doing some trying to do something yeah, other than you know comedy. Yes. Um, I think she's a great actress. She's hilarious. I love her uh, ever mm-hmm. since uh, you know Saturday Night Live. Um, I'm also I'm kind of sad. What? What's so funny? I'm just thinking of her, of her impression of Paula Deen. Butter and oil. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have to watch some Paula Deen videos, by the way. We have to. Oh god, we have to watch some Bob videos too. Uh, oh my god. Uh, yes. Um but uh, and now speak back to, with Kristen Wiig. I'm kind of bummed that uh her movie Masterminds uh yeah, sort of it. like booted off of the release schedule because of this bankruptcy business with relativity and all this stuff. Does it actually look decent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope we get to see it, you know. Yeah. I I, heard, I read today that they got like Maybe it'll get point... like a Netflix deal or something. Maybe. I, but I read earlier that Relativity got like a 2.5 in 2.5 million like influx of cash and like a two week extension on whatever their deal. I don't know. I don't read this bullshit. Um but yeah, so hopefully we get to see it one way or another. Yeah. Um anything you're planning to watch on Netflix this week? I've got like a bunch of stuff on my Netflix queue I have to like watch. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm planning to watch a few things. I also need to finish like, Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, Rick. How's that going? Which, are you on season two yet? No, I'm still on season one. <sighs> what episode yeah. are you on? Like episode six or something. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll get done, though. I'll get yeah. It done. Yeah. So are you, like, crying with laughter? No, but it's entertaining. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't yeah, enjoy good yeah. things. Yeah. So I think I'm going to watch... Um, uh, for the first time, the Hurt Locker. Ooh. I tried watching it um, a couple years ago when it was like on Showtime, but something happened. I could never finish it. It's not that like I fell asleep on it. It's just that I think it like went off of on demand or something. So now I'm glad it's on, it's on my Netflix queue. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. Um, Blue Velvet, uh, which is uh, which is a film by David Lynch. Uh-huh. That's all my Netflix. I'm gonna watch that. Uh, Welcome to me is definitely up there. So yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff. Oh, Mission Impossible Two, which I've never finished. Yeah, Interview <laughs> with a Vampire. Yeah, mm-hmm. Got all this mm-hmm. stuff on. There. Yeah, so Netflix. Yeah, I'm gonna be spending the week doing that. Great. Well, that does it for another episode of Cut Two Podcast. We will be back. Uh, what's coming out next week? Sinister 2. There's uh, not a lot. Trash. Hitman. Uh, trash. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, let's it's... take a quick look at the schedule because I I think I'm done for the summer. I really, I, I think I, I am. I am too. I really think I'm done for the summer, yeah. Should we take like a hiatus and come back? Uh, possibly. I mean, it, it all depends. I, I would have to look at the schedule and what, co- what's see. coming out this fall because Oscar for season Zach and will start. Oh, American all Ultra. Uh, yeah. I was kind of yeah. into that, and then the more I see from it, and then realizing Max Landis is writing it, <laughs> I'm just like, Pfft. you know, we all talk crap about like Max Landis, but I think I'd like to be friends with him. Just because he just seems so knowledgeable about. I don't. I mean, he, he, he seems is, like a you know. jackass. I know he does. I mean, but maybe that's like a character he's he playing like on the that internet. Who he I mean, is. Charles was like a jackass as well, but. You well, know, Charles it, is a straight up dick, though. So, yeah. I mean, but no, Max Landis, he is an incredibly intelligent guy. I, I can I can even admit that the guy knows what he's doing, but he's a jackass about it. And I don't like his opinions. No, wait, no, I don't like I don't like the way he expresses his opinions and expresses himself. He just comes off as a dick whenever he tweets or whenever I watch an interview. Mm-hmm. Like I watched why he didn't like Man of Steel. And some of his reasons were, you know, I could understand them, but the way he expressed himself, I just wanted to fucking sock him in the fucking face. Uh, he just and just annoys me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, aside from Chronicle, I've seen a few other films he's written. Never impressed. It, it, I, I honestly think Chronicle was like just, just I don't know. It just clicked with Josh Strength's direction because the other times I've watched films that Max Landis has written, mm-hmm. I have not impressed i mean i all i all i know he has coming out that he's written is american ultra and then like frankenstein with daniel radcliffe oh yeah and james the guy who plays the young patrick stewart as professor x in the new films james mcavoy yeah he's also in it so i don't know i i feel like american ultra it could be good and if it is great but i'm not gonna see that i don't need to see that um so then agent 47, of course, Sinister 2, Z for Zachariah. But then the next week, we have something interesting. Max Steel. No. Like, is it even coming out anymore? Like, it's it's here on Wikipedia coming out on the 28th, but I have not seen, like, a trailer for it. I haven't seen a... No, it isn't. 
I haven't seen a poster for it. Well, it's no. still it's still on the release. Let me. Let, we should look into that and that. Yeah, but yeah. like not on this episode. Uh, yeah, but not on this episode. And then we are your friends in War Room. I think uh, I'd like to see we are your friends. What about you? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. Um, I'm seeing uh, on Wednesday uh, No Escape with Owen Wilson, Pierce Brosnan, Looks and Lake like Bell. Trash. I think it looks pretty good. Okay. I think it looks pretty good. Great. Well, tell mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I will let you know how it is, and that's out on September 2nd. So, uh, yeah, that does it for this episode of Cut to Podcast. Um, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, you can also subscribe to get new episodes as they are posted, um, delivered automatically to your iPhone, iPad, MacBook Pro, iMac, whatever, or even your PC if you use iTunes on Windows or whatever. Um, uh, again, thank you last week to our guests, and thank you to everyone, including our partner, Unleash the Fanboy. Uh, we finally broke 1,000 plays uh, that was a very big milestone for us. We thought the the, the Comic Con episode where we did DC wins SDCC. Remember that one with with Josh Costella? You said this in the beginning of the episode. No, I did not say that. Okay. I was almost certain that one would cross, wow. um, but I was very surprised at this Fantastic Four one. I guess it was because it was such a train wreck. You know, people couldn't. You know, they wanted to listen to people rage about it as like they what they were feeling on the inside, and we expressed that for them. And so I guess it, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened that night. That was crazy. But thank you all for listening. Um, and do we want to say anything um, about certain things that might be happening soon, or do we want to wait until we get some particulars? Let's wait, because okay, so I don't know what you're talking about. You should. All right, anyway. Well, thank <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you. I don't know if we'll see you next week. We'll see you soon.